Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of This Is Life with Jamie Thorne. Um, today, I tried something a little different. Uh, I did a bunch of research on cold immersion and tried putting together a sort of quick 20-minute breakdown of some of the benefits. Um, it sounded uh, not too bad. I probably screwed up a few words and probably didn't make sense at times. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was still fun to do. And like I said on the podcast, once you start listening... I am doing one on sauna, so hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll have that one too, but uh, hopefully you enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everyone. Uh, today's guest is me. I am in the studio by myself. Um, I figured I would put something together for uh, cold immersion um, since I do have my own company, BreasPlunge.com. Check it out. Um, I figured I would put uh, some information together that relates to the benefits from uh, what hormones are released in your body to what happens to your immune system, uh, what it can do for depression and inflammation, etc., um, and again, uh, more and more science is coming out these days, which is great. But uh, cold immersion has been around uh, for hundreds and hundreds of years, which is kind of cool. But now we're actually getting trials done where you can really see and prove that there are benefits to uh, cold immersion. So uh, the information uh, or the data that I've collected is from Dr. Susanna Soberg, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, and the Stanford professor, Dr. Andrew Huberman. Um, I did type out um, what I was going to say, so hopefully I don't sound too much like a robot, and hopefully I don't screw up my words. Uh, but anyways, uh, these are very credible people in their fields, and the Huberman podcast is available on iTunes. And I must say, it's one of the best for everyday health and things you can do to live a happier, longer life. Um, first off, it's not new to be jumping into cold water. It's getting a lot popular, of course, like anything that is new and exciting for some. Cold immersion has been an ancient practice in many cultures all over the world for many, many years. And even Thomas Jefferson swore by taking a cold foot bath every morning to maintain good health. So there is cold water immersion, local cryotherapy, and whole body cryotherapy. Um, uh, People always ask, how cold should the water be? And from what Huberman says, it should be cold enough to safely stay in, but your body and your mind is screaming at you and telling you to get out. Um, from my experience, uh, I have my tank uh, set at 38 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 3.3 Celsius. And out of my own experience uh, with cold immersion, um, I feel like that's good for me. But if you are new to it... Uh, Exactly what I did was I just started with a cold shower, which is tough at first. Um, and your house water is probably around 50 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a good starting point. But if you want to be a savage, you know, go junk, go jump in a river during wintertime. It'll be much colder. Um, but anyways, so with cryo, uh, the air is much colder and can even get down to as low as negative 289 Fahrenheit, which is negative 178 Celsius, which seems insane. Uh, but the air has to be much colder than the water to have the same benefits. Um, one of the biggest hurdles to overcome is how your mind will try and grab 
any excuse it can not to do cold immersion. It's something you have to train for mentally. What I figured out through the past year or so is just to go through the motion physically and turn your mind off and get into the cold water. Uh, for me, my tank is outside beside my sauna. So I literally open up the door, walk to the tank, get in, that's it. You just go through the motion. doesn't matter, uh, rain or shine, snow, whatever it is, there's almost no reason that I can literally convince myself that I can't do it. Uh, it's literally three minutes of your entire day. And when you get out, that's when your mind goes, oh yeah, this is why we do it. Because you feel freaking amazing. Plus, accomplishing something quite difficult first thing in the morning, like I do, like Nick, shout out to Nick Heights. Um, whatever other bullshit comes your way, after you've done that cold immersion tank in the morning, no, it doesn't bug you at all. If someone cuts you off in traffic or something goes wrong at work, you go, whatever, like I don't care because you've done your cold immersion first thing in the morning and that is quite difficult to do, especially if you're doing it by yourself. Um, when you first get into the water, your skin will tingle like crazy, almost a burning sensation. Your blood rushes through your veins and you will gasp for air. But once you get past this stage and start breathing correctly, you will find out you're able to focus and commit to the cold water session. Watching people get in my tank for the first time is always entertaining to see how fast people gasp for air and see their mental strength almost collapse within seconds. But what I tell people is, yes, this will probably be the coldest water you've ever been in. Um, you will want to gasp for air right away and get out, but just stay in. Focus on your breathing, rest your head back, and what you'll find is that most people can stay in for at least a minute. And when I see them wanting to get out, I say, you just hit your first mental wall, break it down, and get to the next one. And before you know it, you're at three minutes, uh, which is great. Um, so what Susanna Sober, the Soberg principle, I guess it, it is called now, uh, she has discovered 11 minutes a week uh, to achieve the benefits of cold immersion. Um, there are a lot of responses your body goes through when you get into the cold, like the release of hormones. The main three are adrenaline, noradrenaline, and cortisol. Adrenaline can pump up your immune system, increase focus, increase energy, increase blood flow, and increase the number of antioxidants circulating in your system. Um, noradrenaline is often secreted alongside adrenaline and have a very similar effect as adrenaline does. It helps you stay alert and awake. The one thing it does is that it effectively activates the brown fat, which is, if you don't know, you have two types of fat in your body, white and brown. Brown is the healthy fat uh, to increase heat and metabolism. Um, so for cortisol, I'm going to read from Susanna Soberg's book, which is called Winter Swimming, which is I'm almost done, and it is fascinating. It is a great read. And what I'm reading is cortisol is in on page 85. Um, so cortisol, the thyroid-stimulating hormone that controls metabolism, cortisol, is a third stressor or combat hormone and is also released from the adrenal glands in stressful simulations, situations, sorry, or during fasting when the body needs energy. Cortisol contributes to an increase in blood sugar and also works by breaking down the body's energy stores. In this way, energy is generated for demanding situations. 
Studies have shown that winter swimmers have a higher levels of cortisol during cold water immersion and after swimming season. However, cortisol levels when the body's at rest may be lower. Um, all right, that's fortunate because it turns out that cortisol has a strong calming effect on infl- inflammatory conditions in the body. Uh, for example, arthritis or atherosclerosis, which is thickening or hardening of the arteries you're doing. It will 100% change your mood. There's no pills, no alcohol, nothing, just cold water. Uh, people who fight with anxiety, depression, cold immersion can have a big effect on your mental health and it can last for hours after your session. You'll never come out of a cold therapy in a bad mood. Trust me on that. Um, So for serotonin, I am going to read another another page out of Winter Swimming, which is Susanna Soberg's book. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, So we are on page 87, serotonin. Like dopamine, serotonin is a part of the brain's reward system and is secreted during cold water immersion. It is most like it's most closely associated with mental balance, happiness, relaxation, good sleep, and studies have found that low serotonin signaling in the brain is associated with depression. Serotonin also plays an important role in regulating appetite and memory and much more. As I explained in chapter two, why swim in the water, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the cold activates the parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system is responsible for the rest and repair of the body cells and the sympathetic nervous system makes us alert and strong the cooperation of the two system like yin and yang is necessary to maintain balance in body and mind therefore along with the effects of hormones and catecholisms oh man i said that wrong again what is it again catecholamines there we go catecholamines from the cold shock itself, serotonin is essentially to keep us happy, calm, and mentally balanced. So there you go. Serotonin is a great thing to have floating around in your system. All right. What are we doing now? Um, so I'm going to actually read one more thing, I think. That's all I read from this book. It's more to do with depression, um, which is on page Winter Swimming Against Depression, Uh, There was uh, something published in 2018 with a 24-year-old woman. Uh, But yeah, I'll start from the beginning. It is on page 214 if you're interested. Um, Yeah, here we go. Uh, As mentioned, there are yet no conclusive clinical studies investigating the effects of winter swimming on depression. But a case study from 2018 published by a research group from England described a 24-year-old woman who had suffered from anxiety and severe depression since the age of 17, with symptoms such as rage, anxiety, dark moods, despair, and self-harm. The usual medication for anxiety and depression did not help to or eliminate her symptoms. Eight months after birth of her first daughter, she was anxious to be free of both her symptoms and medication. The research team put together a program that included swimming in a lake once or twice a week from September to April. The process of hardening, you know, getting used to the cold water. And the fear of swimming outdoors was challenging for her. With the support of the researchers, she swam regularly and gradually increased the time spent in the water as the temperature rose during spring. By the end of the following summer, she could stay in the water for half an hour. Every swim led to an 
immediate improvement of the woman's mood and a steady reduction in her symptoms of depression. From the beginning of the study, her medication was gradually reduced, and for four months in, and four months into the trial, she was no longer taking any medication. At the follow-up session a year later, she was still winter swimming and not on any medication. Boom. There you go. And I know I just said there's no a lot, not a lot of clinical studies, but I think if you are someone suffering from depression or anxiety, I cannot recommend uh, doing some form of cold immersion. Um, yeah, just, just try it out. It's not going to hurt you. I just tell people all it is is water, and that's it. Um, okay, back to the notes. Now on to brown fat. Like I mentioned earlier, it is the healthy fat in your system. Uh, the healthy fat, you could say, compared to white fat, which in today's world is definitely on the rise. There's lots of science being discovered on brown fat, but I'll try and explain it uh, as simple as I can because I don't even understand all the scientific terms. You know, I build cold plunges and renovate people's houses, so I'm not a scientist. But uh, when your body detects cold on your skin, uh, which signals via nervous to the, or, uh, nerves to the brain, Noradrenaline is released and activates the brown fat cells to perform a mechanism called thermogenesis, which is heat production in the body. So by doing cold immersion, the brown fat cells pull sugar and fat from the bloodstream as fuel. So it gets so it's a great way to burn excess fat and sugar. Um, cold activates brown fat and creates more of the tissue, which can increase energy metabolism and improves insulin sensitivity and blood sugar balance. Um, again, that's very basic of what is in her book or from Huberman or from Rhonda Patrick. If you really want more details and what brown fat does and where it is on your body, you know, either you buy her book or go find a podcast on, uh, on cold immersion, which Rhonda Patrick, I think, has done a few and Huberman did one as well. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, another important thing with cold immersion is the immune system. Um, I got these from SciTechDaily.com, just a website I duck, duck, goad and just looked for more benefits. So I didn't write this. This is from their website. So, you know, don't sue me, please. Uh, many people try to boost their immune system with vitamins and supplements, but they don't realize they could get... I don't know. Where's page five? There we go. Uh, they could get results by taking a walk in the cold or taking a cold bath. That's because white blood cells, which fight infection, circulate in your body more quickly when you've been exposed to cold temperatures. Exposure to cold may also help your immune system produce other infection slash fighting warriors, including T cells and antibodies. Why might this be? Exposure to cold increases your resting metabolic rate and stimulates the release of catecholisms. Did I say that right again? Hold on. Let's just look back in the phone. Catecholamines. Catecholamines. Man, I'm terrible. Uh, catecholamines. Compounds released by the nerve nervous system that activate your immune system. Studies show that cold exposure um, boosts the activity of the immu immune system. Which could, which could get these benefits by taking a dip in cold water or walking outdoor, outdoors in cold temperature. Um, 
I do have something else written down here. Um, there was a study uh, done in 1999 uh, that shown that the incidences of upper respiratory tract infections, such as colds and sore throats, et cetera, decreased by 40% in experienced cold water swimmers, likely due to improved antioxidant protection. Um, so, yeah, um, immune system is huge these days. Uh, it gets ran down if you're stressed, working too much, sleep is massive, eating shitty food. So please, please take care of yourself. Don't rely don't rely on the sick care system. Take care of yourself. Um, and again, I do cold immersion every day. But what I've noticed personally uh, is when I do get sick, which I still do, um, I have three kids. So from time to time, no matter how healthy I live, I'm going to get sick. Uh, but I am sicker for less time. That's what I've realized is like you might have a head cold for like usually last a week to 10 days. I crush them in like three or four days. Um, I seem to bounce back a lot faster. Um, but at the same time, I also cook myself in the sauna, which is a great, great way uh, to fight off colds and infections. It clears out your nostrils so viruses can't seem uh, want to replicate in your nose because that's a, a, that's a big part of it. Um, all right. So we're coming to the end here. A um, few more things. It's not just about all the benefits of cold immersion. It becomes a part of you and how you and who you are as a person. The mental strength it can take to enter into that water is very demanding, but once it becomes part of your routine, uh, you learn how to become stronger and build discipline, not just in cold immersion, but in all aspects of your life. You'll become a nicer person, kinder to everyone around you, calmer parent when the kids are going nuts, and you'll be more peaceful in hard times. Um, there is much more to be discovered, and studies um, have to be done. Oh, one sec. Hold on a sec. What did I say? There is much more to be discovered and studies to be done. But once you start, I can guarantee you'll be doing it the rest of your life. One thing I'd like to mention is like any new activity you're trying, if you have a heart condition or blood pressure issues, uh, please double check with your physician before jumping in to a cold-ass tank, cold-ass lake, river, whatever it is. Um, well, I hope some of this information helps to whoever does listen, and maybe you'll even try a cold shower after listening to this, you know, at your house or wherever you are. Or if you know me uh, or a friend of a friend, you're more than welcome to come over and have a session in the tank in the sauna. Um, and don't forget to check out BoreasPlunge.com, B-O-R-E-A-S-P-L-U-N-G-E.com. Uh, it's my very own uh, cold immersion tank that I designed and built and used daily. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed my uh, terrible way of talking. But, you know, I, I just, I am a big fan and I do truly believe in cold immersion. And um, hopefully some of these points... Um, got through to you today. If not, it's not a big deal. Um, I probably should have done more and more research, but it actually found it kind of difficult to put this all together without getting into the weeds of it. Because again, like I said, I don't fully understand all the science and people most of the time just want to hear the point form. Um, but again, I can't recommend uh, Susanna Soberg's book, Winter Swimming, which is now available. 
Um, there's Rhonda Patrick's. If you go to foundmyfitness.com, you can go under studies. Um, and there's like cold immersion or cold therapy, whatever it says. And then obviously there's uh, Huberman uh, Lab, which is one of my top, probably top five podcasts that I listen to. And not just with cold immersion. He is very, very intelligent. Um, he has a ton and ton of research uh, or research uh, podcasts on anything to do with sauna and cold immersion and light and how to deal with depression and just supplements and training regimens and just a ton of stuff. So yeah, check him out. Hopefully this helps. And I am also trying to put a solo podcast together on sauna use. Um, those are my two biggest things are cold immersion and sauna benefits. And yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed my uh, terrible podcast. Cheers.